Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart. That's Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well, because big guys got to look good, too. Hello again, guys. This is Derek from Big and Tall Outlet again here with you. We are located in Elkhart, Indiana at 1333 South Napanee Street. Just wanted to kind of go over as it's continuing to get cooler and cooler around here and maybe where you're from also. Um, wanted to go over a few of our uh, sweater and sweater vest options. Kind of see here behind me, we have a really good selection of sweater vests, a few different brands, Cutter and Buck, Callaway, FX Fusion, Edwards is a company that we that we like real well. Um, one piece that I really want to hit on today, these will be great pieces for um, Christmas meal, church, or even Thanksgiving. But this is a bright red V-neck, obviously, sweater vest. So this will look nice over a shirt with a tie, without a tie, you know, just kind of dress up a little bit for you know Thanksgiving meal, or even, like I said, for Christmas. These are both from Edwards, both V-neck sweater vests. These are $15.50 each. So these are available. 2X is the smallest size, all the way up to 5X in in those uh, at the same price. So it's not like there's a price jump depending on the size. It's not going to be um, an additional charge if you need a, a 5X compared to, um, say, like a 2X. And we do have Thanksgiving coming up next week already. It's an early Thanksgiving this year. So I want to get you guys prepared to, to look look your best for those uh, meals with family. Bust out a nice sweater, you know, look nice, and uh, tell everybody that you shopped at Big and Tall Outlet. The city ain't coming again after Tuesday. Oh, no. Don't you dare have a leaf fall after Tuesday. God is my witness. Come on, Uncle Jed. The party's starting. Hear that music? All right, you, Jim Short. From South Bend, Indiana, it's the Sports Yak Podcast, brought to you by... And Cubic Voice Guy. Big and Tall Outlet, featuring big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's websites for 50% off the suggested retail price. Big and Tall Outlet, on Napanee Street in Elkhart, or online at bigandtalloutlet.com. Because big guys gotta look good too. This is Jimmy Shorts. What doofus would name a podcast after a stupid Tibetan ox? Probably one of these morons. Corey Mann, and uh, maybe it was Chuck Freebie. Hey Jim, let's lay off the commentary and stick to the script, okay? The number one most downloaded sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Uh, Jim, it's actually the only sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. This is Jimmy Shorts, and that's good. And away we go into the weekend with episode 27. This is Sports Yak. Hi, I'm Corey. There's Chuck Freebie. Hi, kids. How's your morning? Good. Yeah? I missed you. Well, I'm sorry, but you did have the cast from Annie on your show today. We did. We had the little girl, a little 13-year-old from Valparaiso, Indiana, came by, and um, they're down at the Round Barn in Amish Acres. We went and saw it last Saturday. It's awesome. It's where my daughter's getting married. Yes, um, so yeah, cool round barn area. Listen to this for New Year's Eve. They do the show at eight o'clock 
And then afterwards, they have like this huge buffet and all kinds of food. And then the cast does like a kind of a karaoke. They get to choose what song they do, and they do a show. Kind of a just fun songs up till midnight. Where the buffet is going. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, fireworks outside. Nice. Kind of a cool Amish Acres kind of New Year's Eve. Very nice. I'm busy, of course, on New Year's Eve as well as you. Yeah, I have no idea. I, that's too no far idea. down the road. Way I too can't far down the envision road. that. My goodness, what's happened since Wednesday? Let's talk some sports. Okay, well, let's start off with college basketball because that seems to be heating up. Bad night for the Irish, great night for IU. Purdue looked good yesterday. Define bad night for the Irish. A loss to a big South team in Radford. Yes, I know Radford went to the NCAA tournament last year. Yes, I know they won a game in the tournament. Yes, I know they've got a lot of people back. Radford had its best players suspended for the game. And for crying out loud, it's Radford. (laughs) It's Radford. I did have to Google it during the game where they were at. Exactly. Yeah. And they come into Purcell Pavilion and get their third win ever against an ACC team. The other one's Virginia Tech, who many years is not very good. And I don't think Notre Dame looks really good right now. Irish led a majority of the time, but not by much. Not by much. And they they really had to rely on the three-point shooting of John Mooney in the first half. And when that faucet went dry in the second half, nobody else was there to pick him up. I hate to call out people by name, but those seniors on the Irish, T.J. Gibbs and Rex Fluger, have not played well yet. No. And I think you said this on Monday. Maybe we were off air, but when you're having that much of a rotation yes. of your bench, you don't have the guys together enough to come with, get together on some sort of offensive or defensive rhythm with each other. Well, and Notre Dame down the stretch, I think, one out of their last ten shots you got to be more clutch than that. Yeah, those three-pointers were a little rough around the edges. Well, and the shot selection. I mean, Prentice Hub just goes down the lane. And I, granted, he's a freshman, and he's just getting used to things here. But, Prentice, you just can't go wildly down the lane and throw something up and hope it's going to go in. That doesn't work at this level. And then the, the shots that Notre Dame got, they had a shot to tie the game at the end. And the shot that T.J. Gibbs took, and he took it because he had to. There's only two seconds left. But that's not the kind of shot that you should expect to hit. I'm no wizard or professor of basketball, but every time there was a shot, all I saw was red jerseys underneath the basket. Yeah, there was no offensive rebounding for no game whatsoever. At all. Actually, the last three games I've seen, none. And the big 6-11 transfer from UConn, Durham, uh, I'm not sure if he even played in the game. If he I did, don't remember he didn't that play name. very much. Yeah, I don't remember that name. Uh, side note, called the basketball office. We got denied on that one. Mike didn't want to go on the sports yak? Uh, that's exactly kind of what it sounded like. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, well. <sighs> on to the next guest. We'll be or, okay. We'll, we'll survive. We'll be fine. I mean, and, and that's not a slam on Mike. No. I mean, he doesn't know who I am. Right. I, don't, I don't have any kind of clout or anything but um yeah and uh the stands the seats were pretty thin yeah uh but again this is because you're charging big time ticket prices and you're not playing big time team yeah so they play tomorrow they play tomorrow against william and mary no it's not a double header it's one team (laughs) william then mary yeah william and mary coming in for a noon tip off 
And, of course, the stands are going to be thin then because everybody's going to be staying home watching college football on a Saturday. Indiana. IU looked terrific against Marquette on Wednesday night. They just ran them right out of the gym. And now IU goes and plays at Arkansas on Sunday. And that'll, you know, anytime you take your team on the road for the first time, and especially as many freshmen as IU have, Mm -hmm. that'll be a challenge. But should they beat Arkansas? They're a top 25 team. Who's the guy that calls Indiana games? Don Fisher, and he's been doing it for years, and he's a Hall of Famer, and he's terrific. Okay, right, that's what I was going to ask you, because yeah. we listened on the way home, and I was like, this guy is dialed in. Yes, he is. Yeah. Fish is terrific. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. In fact, I, I, we're really blessed in the state of Indiana, and especially on our station where we cover both IU and Purdue. Yes. You've got Don Fisher for IU. And Larry Clisby for Purdue is outstanding as well. Of course, Larry is fighting stage four brain cancer right now. Hmm. I don't think he made the trek down to Charleston uh, for this tournament that's going on. Maybe he did. I I have to be honest. I didn't listen last night. I caught some of the game on television. Uh, But Larry has been – he's a Hall of Famer as well. we got a Hall of Famer that calls the women's games on our side Yes, we do. Bob Nagel. Who will be busy on Saturday? Irish women get a test. They go to DePaul and take on Doug Bruno's team, which is ranked 15th in the country. DePaul doesn't have a lot of size, though, and I think Notre Dame will just try to pound the ball inside to Shepard and Turner and let them uh, have their way inside. I would expect Notre Dame to come away with about a 10-point win in that one. Pardon my ignorance, but was yesterday like signing day? Like official or? A couple days ago was high school signing day, the early signing day. And so a lot of kids in the area inked their letters of intent. And uh, Notre Dame picked up a couple of women's basketball recruits as well. Yeah, good stuff there. Good stuff. Sports Yak. Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Of course, it's a big weekend of college football. Notre Dame taking on Syracuse Saturday at Yankee Stadium in New York, where 72 years ago, one of the great games of college football was played. Army with Mr. Inside, Uh, Mr. Inside was Glenn Davis, and Mr. Outside was Doc Blanchard taking on Notre Dame in what wound up being a scoreless tie. Uh, We mentioned this the other day on the podcast about Johnny Lujak making that great Mm -hmm. tackle. There were four Heisman Trophy winners playing in that game. Wow. Leon Hart was a freshman at Notre Dame. He would win it in 49. Lujak won it in 47. Davis and Blanchard won it in 45 and 46 for Army. So, tremendous talent on the field that day at Yankee Stadium, and that's largely viewed as one of the great college football games ever played. But I dare say this clash between the third-ranked Irish and the 12th-ranked Orange will probably be the second most important game played in Yankee Stadium history in terms of college football. And this is the same stadium from 72 years ago. No, they, they redid it. Yeah? Yeah. Who do, who do you think came up with the idea to, to uh, let's put a football game inside the baseball stadium? Well, I think it was a way of making places a multi-use facility and yeah. and making money during those months when you weren't playing baseball. 
let's face it, back then, okay, you had six months where you played, but you had six months where you didn't, and you'd like to make a little cha-ching in the meantime, and that was a way of doing it, having football games in there. Back in your TV days, did you ever go to one of those? No, no. No? Any desire to? Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to go at some point, but it's not like I'm going to hop the plane on Saturday. By the way, there is drama unfolding for the Countdown to Kickoff show tomorrow at 2 o'clock on WNDU. Is this a breaking news exclusive? Alex, it's not an exclusive if you have Twitter. Um, Alex Wilcox, the WNDU ace reporter anchor, and uh, photographer Don Schoenfeld flew out yesterday uh, they were connecting in Charlotte to get to New York. Ah, we can't get there from here because oh, the of the winter storm. And so they're flying to D.C. today and then driving from D.C. to New York to get there. That's an adventure. It's planes, trains, and automobiles playing out right before our very eyes. Uh, so when you ask, oh, are you going to New York? I don't need that kind of time. You're at the in my anchor life. desk. I'm. I'll be here in the studio. Thanks. Let's see here. So let's 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 fast forward past the game. Notre Dame wins against Syracuse. What does that mean for them at this point of the season? That means they're one win away from finishing a perfect regular season, and they would turn around and go on out to Los Angeles, California. On the following Saturday, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and take on their longtime rival, the Trojans of USC. If the Irish lose. If the Irish lose to Syracuse, I do not see a path for them getting into the playoffs. How far of a drop do you think? Well, a lot of other teams have to do other things, but do you think it'll be a, it would be a far drop out of the top 10? Oh, no, not out of the top 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. But doesn't matter where you are if you're not in the top four. You're kind of like Ricky Bobby said. If you're not first, you may as well be last. Uh, I, I know we'll cover this. Eh, maybe we might not because we'll be slightly busy next week. But the freebie house during the Notre Dame-USC game. What's the atmosphere like? Where, what's, what's it going to be like uh, that Saturday? It has changed uh, from year to year. There were years where both teams looked really good, and, and those were some dramatic years. Usually one of us would watch the game in the basement. One would watch it upstairs. Because it because of the vocal back and forth or just, yeah, I want to watch the game and I don't want to hear. Okay. Right. Who, who was usually downstairs? I, that was me, yeah. usually. And those were usually in the years where USC just, kick the ever living out of Notre Dame <laughs> and I would and any of the kids who were on the USC bandwagon who would cheer I would yell at through the basement ceiling uh, out of curiosity do you remember any of the yells no not no. necessarily just like maybe calm down quiet down yeah quiet down up there okay. there's no need for that all right <laughs> will there be a spread of food is it that big of a deal at the oh, house? Well, there. I mean, if it's college football Saturday and both of us are home, there's a spread of food. I mean, we do not fast during college football games. We tend to eat. You know, I've I've started training my dog to do the army crawl. Good. Much like your wife demands at the house, because I find that uh, hilarious and fascinating all at the same time. Yes. All right, let's see. What else? Other uh, big games on Saturday. Big, big, big. Well, there aren't that many big big games on Saturday. Okay. We have a couple on our LaCie Broadnor family broadcasting corporation stations, Old Habits Die Hard. 
coming up after Notre Dame women's basketball, Bob will do Notre Dame women's basketball on all three frequencies at mm-hmm. 2 p.m. And then as soon as that game is over, we'll join in progress. Purdue and Wisconsin, could this be the last home game for Jeff Brom as saw Purdue a tweet. head coach? Uh, there is a lot of drama unfolding down in West Lafayette. We touched on this the other day. Louisville firing Bobby Petrino. Jeff Brome is a Louisville alum. He seems to be the leading candidate that they want for the job. So will this be Jeff Brome's last game at Ross-Aid Stadium, or does Mike Babinski, the Purdue athletic director, entice Brome to stay in West Lafayette? Wow. Imagine those conversations and just what's going through player minds and fans' minds as that game unfolds. And oh, by the way, Purdue could use a win to bolster its bowl hopes because they're sitting there at 5-5. Five and five. Another 5-5 five and five team will be on 103.1 FM as Indiana goes to take on number 4 Michigan at the Big House. Don't think it's going to go well for Tom Allen's team. No. But if they lose that one, they still have bowl hopes because who do they play in the final week of the regular season? The Purdue Boilermakers. And they get to play them at home. From South Bend, Indiana, it's the Sports Yak Podcast brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet Ian Elkhart. This is Jimmy Shorts, the number one most downloaded sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. And that's good. Carmelo Anthony's brief stint with the Rockets ends unceremoniously. Ten games, done. And it just wasn't a fit. I mean, I don't know where Carmelo is a fit right now. Carmelo likes himself some Carmelo, and he likes to shoot, and there's plenty of people to do that on the Houston Rockets. They really don't need him. Le'Veon Bell. I wanted to talk to you about this the other day. Other Steelers raiding the locker as it's being cleaned out. Well, here's the deal. Le'Veon Bell held out all season long. He was upset that Pittsburgh put the franchise tag on him because he felt that even though that would make him one of the top five paid running backs in the National Football League, it would still limit how much he could get. He felt that he was worth more. Are we actually talking there's an actual franchise tag that, that it's part of the contract and stuff like when they put that on you. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Le'Veon felt like he was worth more and didn't want to sign the deal with the franchise tag and has opted to hold out this entire season. Well, Tuesday, there, Tuesday, 4 p.m., there was a deadline that if you don't sign a contract by then, you can't play this year. So, the Steelers waited, waited, waited. Le'Veon didn't show up, didn't sign the contract. And the players said, well, if he's not going to be here, all that stuff that's been waiting in his locker, that's ours. What do you think they do with that stuff? I saw players I think grabbing they keep shoes. It. I saw them, uh, you know, they keep it? Well, yeah. Hmm. What else are you going to do with it? Or maybe you auction it off for a charity or something like that. But still... He he's not going to be around to use it, and I tend to think that his he's played his last game as a Pittsburgh Steeler because they have James Conner who's running the football very well right now. Thank you, James Conner. By the way, the cancer survivor. Wow. Let's stick with football. Let's go up to Southwest Michigan, eight player league, 
eight-man football. I knew you'd be intrigued by that. Lawrence, Bridgman, LMC, mm-hmm. Martin, Michigan Lutheran, New Buffalo, and Wyoming Tri-Unity Christian. So Eight it's schools football. that don't have that many players. They're they're all small schools to begin with. Mm-hmm. They don't have that many players on the roster. Maybe you had 15 or 20 guys on your roster. You were trying to play 11-man, just getting the snot knocked out of you on a yeah. weekly basis. So now you play this eight-man style, which Lawrence has been very adept at. I, I think they either won a state title or went to the state championship game in eight-man a couple of years ago. It's just a different brand of football. You see these seven-on-seven camps all through the summer okay? where basically it, it's it's primarily quarterbacks thrown to receivers. There's a center who snaps it, maybe a couple of other guys, but there's not much of a pass rush. And it's just you're you're trying to play defense against that and tough to do. Sounds like backyard football growing up. Well, and, and that's what this eight-on-eight eight is going to be. Hmm. And that'll that'll happen this next year? Yes. Wow. Bridgman, if I remember correctly, when I was in high school, was known for swimming. Still is. Huge pool and, there. And over the years, they've had a pretty good boys basketball team, too. Lake Michigan Catholic, I always thought, was hang, hanging well in the football, but more basketball. Right. Michigan Lutheran, don't remember them at all. New Buffalo, no. So they'll find other eight-man uh, teams in the state and... Work after it. Right. Okay. Interesting. Then tonight, high school football in the state of Indiana. Here we go. We hit the semi-states. They are, as we speak, shoveling and blowing the snow off the field at Steel Stadium in Mishawaka to get ready for Bishop Dwenger and the Cavemen, a couple of teams that love to run the football, big physical teams in the chill of winter. It's going to be great. That's the game you're covering. That's the game we're covering. Facebook Live at 7 o'clock on the WHME 46 Sports Facebook page. Of course, the traditional time slot of Friday night, 11, Saturday morning at 9 on TV 46. Bremen? Bremen goes to Eastbrook. Real combination of the size of Bremen versus the speed of Eastbrook on their turf field down there at Freck Field. I imagine they probably have to clear some snow down that way, too. Uh, Eastbrook kind of be halfway between... Fort Wayne and Indianapolis, down around the Marion, Indiana area. And so that uh, will be a challenge for Bremen to go on the road and try to get a win against an Eastbrook team that two years ago went to the state title game. And uh, then also in the area, Michigan City plays at New Palestine on Saturday afternoon at 4. Valparaiso is at home tonight. They take on Carmel. Going to be some tough sledding there for the Vikings. Long road trip for the Greyhounds, but they're kind of used to that. They've come up to Penn the last couple of years. And so that game will be tonight over in Porter County. If uh, the wind is blowing in the direction I need it to, I could throw a baseball to Edwardsburg from my front door. Hmm. I doubt that. But Edwardsburg okay. tonight Ed- in Vicksburg? No, Edwardsburg plays tomorrow afternoon in Vicksburg okay. against Grand Rapids Catholic Central. That's a rematch of last year's state title game. Grand Rapids Catholic Central, a team known primarily for throwing the football. Edwardsburg just pounds it down your throat with the running game. Uh, that should be a fascinating matchup to watch tomorrow afternoon. And then also Cassopolis is undefeated, and the Rangers go to Tony Dungy Field in Jackson, Michigan, and they take on Madison Heights. 
Madison Heights has a quarterback by the name of Austin Brown who has, by either throwing or running, accounted for 50 touchdowns this year. Wow. Well, the NFL weekend, a great game last night between Seattle and Green Bay. Seahawks pull it out in the end with Russell Wilson and beating the Packers 27-24. So the Packers are now sub-500 on the year. But the big showdown this weekend is Sunday night on NBC. First place in the NFC North on the line as the Minnesota Vikings come into Soldier Field and try to plunder on the lakefront and take away first place from your, Corey Mann, your Chicago Bears. Let's look at the weather for uh, Sunday night in Chicago. It'll be cold. Right there on the lake. But you know what? If they were playing in Minnesota, it would be cold as cold, well because they play colder, outdoors. Right? Yeah. yeah, 25. Woo! Well, that's the way it's going to be on the lakefront in November. Help me out with this name. Patrick Mahomes? Pat. Mahomes, Mahomes plays for Kansas City. Likes to put ketchup on his steak and mac and cheese. There are people I know that do that. Do you? I don't know. I like to put a little ketchup on my steak. Why? Um. What's wrong with steak sauce? What's wrong with barbecue sauce? Why in the world would you go with ketchup? I don't think there's anything wrong with either of those sauces, particularly A1 I enjoy, but um, I think I saw my son do it. And I thought, he must be on to something here. Oh, so if you saw the other boys just jump off a cliff, would you do the same thing? No, I'd say how high. Okay. Mac and cheese, though, that's not happening. You don't put anything on your mac and cheese? Not ketchup. Well, what do you put on your mac and cheese? I'm open to a little extra cheese. I'm open to maybe uh, some Parmesan, you know. But there's cheese already on it. Why in the world would you need to add cheese to mac and cheese? Have you ever had a five cheese pizza? Yeah, but that doesn't. Do we need more than the one cheese to begin with? I don't think we do. Well, then ask yourself why you had the but five I, cheese. But I will tell you that Diane Freebie is one of these people who puts ketchup on their mac and cheese. You've seen that? I've experienced it. Yes, I've lived with the. I've been married to the woman for over twenty five years. Yes, I've seen things like. Let's that. Let's go a little deeper. What kind of mac and cheese? Are you out of the box craft? Are you a shells and cheese guy? Oh, do we're you, we're primarily a craft fan. Do you do you head up to Martin's and shovel a little bit of that in the good stuff? Now we will occasionally make the homemade mac and cheese. Okay, but we're more of a craft family. More of a craft family. You know who's got a good mac and cheese is a Panera. You had that? Yeah, it's a little oh. It's a little too snooty for me. I'm, you know, just give me the box of the mac and cheese. Okay. Kraft macaroni and cheese, it's the good cook's way to make ends meet. That's old school right there. That's what Mr. <laughs> Hurlihy used to say during the – Ed Hurlihy used to make that announcement. Ed Hurlihy. All right. Look him up. Well, Google him. Google him. What else do we got There's here, your huh? catchphrase. What? That might be what I yell out during basketball Google games. Google him? Google him. That feels pretty good. Kid gets red hot, starts hitting. Hey, Google him. Maybe a, t- yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been yelling things in my car. In in, well, I've had reason to yell things in my car too. The way some of these people drive on ice, but, but that's coming up for a catchphrase for you. Like, oh. uh, interestingly enough, you said Google him. I did a tweet that. That feels relevant in today's culture. Hey, may I ask you, what are you working on here? I'm just doing the Sudoku while we – I did the jumble while we were talking. Now I'm working on the Sudoku. You know, I've never 
done the Sudoku, and I don't even know that I know what that is. <laughs> is there math involved? Uh, well, you have nine blocks of nine numbers per block. Okay. And each number can only appear in the same row or column once. Okay. So, like, for instance, I'm looking, there's a six here. There's I have a three, five, six left in this column. Okay. Okay, there's a six here, so I can't put a six there. There's a six here, so I can't put a six here. So my six in this column has to go right there. All right. And on radio or on the podcast, this is really fascinating to all of you because you can't see what I'm doing. There are no rules, Chuck. Yes, they can, as a matter of fact, because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a picture, and I'm going to tweet it at SportsYak with two Ks. In fact, I'm feeling about Instagramming it. You got to Instagram that joint. And uh, I'm going to go portrait because I'm going to do the 3D effect and put it on my Facebook, maybe yours as well. All right. You get that microphone in front of you, so it's really going to add a. Well, that helps. You know, that helps the viewer make sure that they're not completely engrossed. Executive producer, that is. Do I see drool? You can't wait to see this? (laughs) Oh, that's not drool, is it? No. All right. It depends. Than, uh, did he bring the peanut brittle in with him? Yeah. Because then there would be drool over there. It is that time of year for Grandma to bring the uh, the treats. You. you think that'll happen again this year? I mean, that's like 10 years in running for me. You feeling pretty good about that, Thad? Oh, really? He gave me a maybe. Oh, Grandma not doing well? We'll see, he said. Okay. You know, and, and there's something. As we get to this point of the year. Yes. Okay. And food... Not that food isn't really the nexus for a lot of us, when, but what do you anticipate? What do you look forward to somebody bringing in to the office? You've been here now. Ten what, years. Ten years. I've been here 15. We mentioned the peanut brittle that Thad's grandma makes. What are some of the other things that you look forward to experiencing here in these next five weeks? Well, i got to be honest. Down in this hallway, there's not a lot of homemade stuff. There's a lot of purchased stuff. And that's okay, too. And there was something that was said here behind the scenes recently that I found that I needed to do a heart check myself. And I'm Now, in, is that because of the cholesterol involved? or That and <laughs> I think it was, a, it, was a, it was a two-on-one, and it might be three, three in agreement on this. And it's a particular chocolate delicacy that's just like is it the buckeye no it's the one that comes in a box oh chocolate charlie but everybody yeah our our co-worker on the jump start not a fan well i think she's a fan she just thinks it's too ballyhooed it gets too much pub for what it's worth mm-hmm. too much hype yeah now i like me an occasional bite of chocolate charlie i will say the box the big square box, that's way too much. Yeah. The, and I realize you The marshmallow's sh- on its side sometimes. It's yeah, kind of, it's it awkward is. looking. I'd kind of liked it to have a little bit more uniform. Yeah. And we never have a knife down here, ever. Well, they're in. And, so then you and, break it off and then it. And, pu- and do I want somebody else's hands breaking that off? And t- I don't. Yeah, no. I don't. I'm sorry to be Felix Unger, but I don't want that. You ready for this segue? I was watching me some Felix Unger online yesterday. Why wouldn't you be? Because November 13th was Felix Unger Day. And you might say, well, why is November 13th Felix Unger Day? I didn't know this. Yes. You know why? No. 
because on November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to leave his residence. That request came from his wife. That's oh. how the show would start. I watched Felix Unger uh, have Roy Clark in his living room. Oh, really? Uh, apparently he was on the show and he did that famous... Picking ma- and grinning. Magunala? What's, what's the big uh, Roy Clark instrumental? Uh, standby. Standby. You got me. And he does the entire three-minute version of the Mal- Malaguena. Have you heard this song? No. Malaguena. Roy Clark passing away yesterday, 85 years old. Hee-haw. Was huge. Staple I mean, in with, our family. With Buck Owens and all the cast of characters. Yeah, that, that was a regular. Was that a Sunday night staple or was that Saturday night? That was Saturday for us because okay. it was partnered with... The Lawrence Welk Show, which I loathed. Tell me about it. But my parents... Oh, my grandmother. See, I would stay with my grandmother most Saturday nights. My grandfather died when I was four. Okay. And so grandma was widowed, and I think, you know, my mom and dad thought that it would be good to have somebody stay with her on the weekend. She, She was still working. She worked at CTS in a factory until she was 75. Um but grandpa passed away when she was 61. Mm-hmm. So there were many Saturday nights that I stayed at grandma's house. And grandma religiously watched Lawrence Welk. Could not stand Henry Cuesta, the clarinet player. Like she was openly vocal about it? Yes. <laughs> Is this grandma Whitey? Yes. Okay, okay. Could not. I mean, <laughs> now you might ask yourself, who gets upset about the clarinet player on the Lawrence Welk show? Well, the answer to that would be Luella. <laughs> uh, you and I have a very similar childhood. I went to my grandmother's house, I think, because she was also by herself. But any chance that my parents could get rid of me, they would. Well, so, that, I, so I did, I'm sure that played a role in it, I too. did Friday and Saturday night. So Friday night, very specifically, Dukes of Hazard at 8, Dallas at 9, Go to bed, wake up, little Spider-Man, little courtship of Eddie's father. Then Saturday night, hee-haw, Lawrence Welk, Love Boat, and if we could if we could pull it off, Fantasy Island. See, here's the thing. Grandma would go to bed pretty much after Lawrence Welk. Okay. Like 8 o'clock, she's ready to call it a night. Did you have to as well? Or were I didn't you allowed- have to. Sometimes I could stay up. Yeah. And those occasions, yes, usually something like a, a Love Boat or Fantasy Island. Although I remember, see, I, there's enough of an age gap here. That was more of a high school thing for me. Okay. Love Boat or Fantasy Island, which is is pretty much how I spent most school dances. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you watch when Grandma would go to bed? Emergency. Squad 51, oh, Rampart. We've got poison in our system. DeSoto. Oh, yeah. That, that was the big Saturday night show back then. Any Abbott and Costello? Did you watch any of that? Flash Gordon? I'm not that old. Abbott I'm not that Costello. old either, but they had it on WGN. You'd watch well, WGN. You no, know, Grandma didn't have cable. That's you not cable. Me? That's the turning of the router on the oh, antenna. Oh, no, 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 no. Grandma didn't have an antenna like that. In Elkhart, Indiana. Hey, you had three, maybe four stations to choose from. That should be enough for you, bucko, right there. What would you have back then? What you are had the- 16, 22, 28, and 34. 
Uh, I'm oh, sure 34. Uh, we had 32. I, I'm sure 46. Uh, not probably not. Yeah, 32. A little change of the antenna, man. You got. Yeah, but you lived up there by Lake Michigan. We're all the way over in Dunlap. I mean, we're lucky we've survived the tornado. Okay, okay. in '65. Let's just be happy that you have a TV and you can watch something. You know how we got GN in 32, the neighbor of my grandmother told me, on the skip. Well, yeah. Got it on the skip. It skips right across skips the right lake. Skips right across the old Lake Michigan there. You guys going to watch that on the skip? Took me forever to figure out what he was talking about. Well, and I'm sure that'll be the case for most of the listeners to this show today. I tell you what, uh, when it comes time for Podcast of the Year, I'm sending this segment <laughs> from the moment we turn with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs Right from that moment to this right here, I'm going to send that off. You think Bruce Dumont's putting that into the podcast? Bruce Dumont (laughs) has a pedestal with a red button on it. And it's going to say, if you want to know a great podcast, hit this button. And it'll be like, slap! How do you say this name, Chuck Patrick Mahomes? Actually, it'll be a highlight. Then it'll be like, I thought Derek Rose was Jalen Rose, and Jalen Rose was Derek Rose. And then you'll hear you yell, 106 points! There could be all kinds of things in there. Oh, my gosh. And just think, kids, this is only episode 27. There are no rules! Hit the subscribe button and never miss an episode of what just happened (laughs) here. Why would you want to? When sports is not a part of the weekend. You got anything fun going on? Well, I'm doing the pregame show on Saturday and the postgame show, so sports is a huge part of the weekend. Right. And then Sunday night, I'm How hoping. about pre-6.30 Saturday? Pre-6.30 p.m., anything? Well, that's what I'm talking about, is I do the pregame show at 2 o'clock, and I do the postgame oh, show at 6. Oh, I thought it was a night game. What am I thinking? No, it's a 2.30 kickoff at Yankee Stadium. Do you got to stick around for the 11 o'clock? No, no. Hopefully by that time, Diane is back from Cincinnati and Mary's one-year checkup, and and we reunite as a family, and have no idea then. Any feedback on last episode of Mary's story? Uh, Diane enjoyed it very much. Now, of course, you know, you're she enjoyed the comic book talk and she enjoyed the talk about Mary. Okay. The sports stuff, eh, you know. I like it because Which pretty much has been the theme today. We touched on sports and we started with sports and if you're a sports fan, you probably turned us off after 15 minutes. <laughs> I like it because we now have an audio archive of Mary's story. This is true. You know, we can check into that now. Episode, the you know, the infamous episode 26. Yes. And then Sunday, you're going to watch a little NFL or you got the family stuff? What do you, you got anything? Just depends. If if the snow has melted by then, there's probably leaves waiting in the backyard <sighs> from underneath the snow. The reason we have kids. And let me tell you something. You got to get those out by Tuesday because the city ain't coming again after Tuesday. Oh, no. Don't you dare have a leaf fall after Tuesday. God is my witness. <laughs> Speaking of God, here's today's Bible tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and we go into the chapter 17 of Luke, verse 33. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses it will save it. We leave you today with young Maddie from Valparaiso, Indiana. She's the star of Annie at the Round Barn Theater, Amish Acres in Napanee. And you know why the sun better come out tomorrow? To melt the snow, because we ain't picking up any leaves after Tuesday. And I'm stuck with a day that's gray and lonely. I just stick up my chin. 
clothing from many of the leading big men's websites for 50% off the suggested retail price. Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart or online at bigandtalloutlet.com because big guys gotta look good too. Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. This is Jimmy Shorts and that's good. City ain't coming again after Tuesday. Oh, no. Don't you dare have a leaf fall after Tuesday. God is my witness. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.